the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast. I'm excited. Of course, I'm fired up, man. It's Christmas time and Christmas movie season. I'm excited to meet Jesse Hutch. He is the star of the new Great American Pure Flicks, A Christmas Blessing. And if he looks familiar, that uh, man looks like a billion-dollar smile you got. Maybe I got a million-dollar smile. Yours is worth (laughs) a billion dollars, brother. How are you doing today? I don't, where, where do you get the checks for that? Where do you... <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. That's I'm awesome. Kidding. That's I'm blessed. Awesome. That's, uh, that's uh, God's fault and my mom's probably. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Well, people may be watching on YouTube or watching some video reels and they're like, man, I know Jesse Hutch. If you're a fan of Lifetime Hallmark and now especially great American pure flicks, then I know like people are like, yeah, he doesn't look familiar. I know exactly who that guy is. He's on my TV <laughs> screen. He's on my app all the time. So you've been in a lot of movies, but for some people who may be like, no, I know this guy from somewhere else. I'll just mention and a few TV shows, Arrow and Batwoman, that come to my mind that you've been a part of. You've got quite a career going, <laughs> man. I yeah, I'm very thankful to jump around. I there's nothing I love more than doing different things with different people in different places. So uh, that I believe is why God put me in this industry, just because oh. I did not do well in the nine to five sector way back. <laughs> what What were you doing way back? Give us a little background there, Jesse. Oh, man. Well, you know what? Uh, I mean, when I was young, growing up, it was okay. like I did better cutting people's lawns and shoveling driveways than I did when it was like, OK, I'm going to I was actually a dishwasher. Then I was a prep cook. Then I was a cook. Uh, but I just man, that nine to five stuff being in the same yeah. place, same time, fill up the same bucket with the same carrots. Yeah. I man, God, God bless people who do that, because I I'm not made like that. I don't have that focus. Yeah. Uh, instead, you put me on set for 18 hours, you pump up the stress, you 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 give me, you know, 15 pages of dialogue I got to memorize. We got marks to hit, light to find other people to work with. Um, I've also been a stunt performer. So I uh, I love that. That's I actually focus uh, my spirit calms and I perform better. So. Um, you, wow, you like the stress of an 18-hour workday? Now, look, as a person who's not in the industry like that, my dad used to say I was in show business because my first job was a movie usher. So that's the extent of uh, my nice. show business. <laughs> but, uh, man, 18-hour workdays? I don't even know that. Explain to us that and explain how you thrive in that. Well, the last professional job I had full-time before I – started pursuing acting uh was i was a professional whitewater raft guide yeah 
And on that, I actually did okay because the river changes every day. I meet new people. Uh, and again, it's kind of a stressful job, but that's just my nature. I, if there's no stress, then I'm like, I kind of can't focus. I, I don't know what to do with myself. Uh, it, it's, I'm just the complete opposite type of person. So uh, on set, Oh, I mean, just telling stories. Uh, I'm a technical geek. I love cameras. I love lenses. I, mm. I love learning the names of equipment. I love knowing the names of everybody on set. I want to know what's going on, who, who's married, who's got pets, who whose birthday is it. And it's just such a cool environment. And so, yeah, it's like a tornado of people and emotions and jobs. And I love being right in the middle of it. Yeah, Jesse, you sound like a guy, man, really are made for this, but also sounds like a guy who's going to wind up being, and maybe you already have, so correct me, but behind the camera. I mean, if you're so into that, then you're probably thinking about yeah. shots and everything. Have oh, yeah. you been on the other side yeah. of the camera as well? I have. I've been. Okay. I, I always believe that whatever you pursue, right? So for me, directing is something I'm, I've been very interested in for a long time. Yeah, And that meant I started to write because I didn't want to sit around and wait. So it's been about 12 years of writing scripts. Uh, wow. We have about 24 scripts on a pitch deck. I recently became partner at a film company in Nashville called Third Coast Film. And um, I'm literally about to go into pre-production on a Christmas comedy that I wrote. But our company is going to be uh, producing it. And uh, I, I'll wow. be directing it as well. So. And, and I'm the lead actor in it. So I'm wearing a number of hats. Yeah. And that might be crazy, but I'm a little crazy. So uh, I'm just going to go all in crazy. I don't and think uh, I, that makes you crazy at all. It sounds like perfect for you. Well, you know, I, you watch the Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary and then you watch Sly. That's you know, the one I was thinking about. And, and I'm like, I, I got to keep going. Like, I can't <laughs> give up. <laughs> That's exactly the one I was thinking about. I just watched that about a week and a half ago. And I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I was just thinking about you as you're talking about writing it. You got to write it, you know, direct it. Yeah. No, I mean, like, honestly, I've, I often think of those stories like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and honestly, that that's gotten me through some really hard times. Like I've been like, you know what? They did it. Yeah. And just got to keep going. Dude, and it's amazing it. yeah. how you can be inspired by some somebody or someone or something that you may never meet. I don't know. I mean, I, I hope to meet those guys one day and maybe I can thank them for, yeah. for uh, you know, uh, just doing what they do, because I think that our lives can affect other people. Right. And there's always somebody watching, even when you don't. And I think it's important to share hard times as well yeah. as your good times. Yeah. I mean, more often than not, I think when you share your hard times, that's probably more important because mm. that's where people need to be more relatable. That's where you need the, the grit. That's where you need mm. some encouragement. That's that's when you might need a hand in the mud, man. Like, and, and I'm still living through some of these days. Like the last two years have been some of the greatest in many ways, right? In, in life and in marriage with my kids in career. And yet so, some of those areas have been the most challenging. And wow, there's a proverb that's one of my favorites. A lot of people don't like it, but it says it's better to be at a funeral uh, than at a party. And that's because at a funeral, you think, you reflect, uh, and you mm. take seriously what you have uh, because you have it that in that moment, and you might not in the next. And so, I don't know. That that all kind of ties together for me. Where 
Yeah. Well, man, I, I want to talk about the movie, but I have to mm-hmm. just stop before we get there and just say, I mean, and you can be as personal or impersonal as you want, but talking about these challenges, you know, could you let us mm-hmm. in a little bit just because, I mean, I'm seeing you on the screen for the first time that I've seen you. I'm like, man, this guy's doing great. And I started another one of yours, B&B Mary. And I, I saw that you're writing a, co- a Christmas comedy, you know? So I'm like, man, that's awesome. I'm, I'm on the bandwagon. I'm coming on board. So to me, it's like, oh, this guy, he's got it all going. He's got it all figured out. Um, you know, I'm not thinking about those challenges at all. So what, what are you comfortable yeah. sharing with us today? Well, I mean, you can't expect everyone to know that, right? Because we, we only got so much time in the day and you only touch so many people personally. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, in this day of social media, mm. um, a lot of what's presented is is the shiny, uh, you know, feel good stuff. And and that's fair. Um, yeah. And I mean, you shouldn't be sharing your stuff with everybody anyway. You got to find True. people you trust. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, we just came out of, out of a, a strike season for a lot of people, right? The writers, right that now that's more affected our business. But before that, it was kind of this two years of COVID. Um, it's been an amazing pressure cooker of finding out what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. And yeah. I think in some ways it's been really good because that's when you grow and you yeah. sit down and cry or you get up and you keep going and you find a new way to fight. It's been, oh man, it's been uh, financially tough. Mm. um because i mean as as performers right um right that's what you don't get that the nine to five job does have is you you know what's coming every friday that's right and and kind of in our industry and i'm not complaining i'm just explaining that that's how it works it's like all right you're on the roller coaster man you up here this is a good time and then sometimes the roller coaster's down in the bottom and you're like oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah you're 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 feeling the seatbelt and the pressure and you're like man i gotta i gotta keep the boat float right and how are we going to do that this month? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, uh, but God uses it, man. He uses it to teach. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm still learning what it is to be a man of God. I'm learning what it is to be a husband. Uh, I'm learning what it is to be a father. And I don't think that'll ever quit. It'll never right. stop because I got, we're all changing together. So right. it's, it's a pretty uh, cool time. And it's yeah. a wild time. And, and honestly, I feel like God's been building these silos and I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, like I'm, when, when you're going to fill these up or like, I'm excited yeah. Yeah. and I know, I know something's coming, Yeah, but I have, I have been, uh, if you read the story about, you know, the storm hitting the boat and everybody's losing their mind and Jesus mm-hmm. is asleep in the boat. Yes. I'm kind of living in that moment where I look over here and I see the storm and I'm like, I just pooed in my pants. And then I look <laughs> over here. And I see Jesus and he's asleep right. and he's at peace and I'm going, okay, wait, it's good. We're good. If he's good, I'm good. That's and, right. And I'm at, and I'm at peace. It's cool. It's cool. It's good. Wait, that storm's coming. It's really bad. Jesus. Hey, oh, he's still resting. It's good. Yeah. And I get caught in this middle sometimes where I'm like, man, can I just have the, the forever faith of like, it's good all the time. Oh, I don't care about the storm, but yeah, I just don't grow the same. I guess God's yeah. like, nope, you got to be, you got to feel the storm, feel the wind, yeah, feel the rage. That's right. Man, that's good, Jesse. Man, um, I think I think you will wind up being, you know, a, a story. I mean, you're already inspiring people just by what you're talking about and how you're living it out. But 
it's going to be exciting to see what God has coming and how, you know, someone's going to say, I hope I get to meet Jesse Hutch someday because he inspired me. Like he kept going and, and he got to create and write his own thing. So, um, and produce his own thing, own thing. So, um, well, talk to me in the few minutes that we have left. I got to watch Christmas Blessing, really did enjoy your performance, enjoyed the film and just congratulations on that. And just backing up, congratulations on, you know, signing this deal to produce your own Christmas comedy, direct and star in it. I mean, you got it all going on. Uh, if we have any time left over, I want to hear a little bit more about that, but I know we're pushing up against time, but mm-hmm. talk to me about um, a Christmas blessing. It's it really well done. Well, I mean, uh, quick, I'd love to hear what was your initial thoughts on Otto? Like when you first met that character yeah. and then as it grew, was there how to come across to you? Yeah, no, that's interesting. And I don't know if we get into any spoilers. I don't know if I need to be careful uh, about any spoilers of the movie there. I don't know what you think, but um, uh, probably what do you think? probably be careful. Probably be careful. Do maybe. We, uh, is Ashley there? Do we have the voice in the sky? <laughs> yeah she can type something in there if we start talking too close to it but i will tell you this um so uh uh, one of my teammates on very bold and i we do something called the movie dugout and we review uh pure flicks movies and everything and so when i found out thanks to uh thanks to 138 that i was going to get to interview you it just came to me like we got to do a christmas special of the movie dugout where we're reviewing christmas movies and of course Uh we're going to review this so i told him hey you need to watch this movie and so i will just say this i'll be very careful what what i say but when Otto walked on he immediately had a thought that you're thinking now i'm a little bit slower (laughs) so i mean this character is very intriguing um he talked about just the the things he noticed like dress is a little different the way he said Mm -hmm. a certain sentence it kind of clued him in Mm -hmm. but for me um i'm just like okay who's this character you got that billion dollar smile you know um and i'm just enjoying him so i'm just like where are we going with this so while one of us was pretty quick to sort of figure out a key element um Mm -hmm. it took me a little bit longer but i enjoyed the ride the whole way Mm -hmm. that's good that's good because originally this character was scripted for kind of like a 60 70 year old Um, oh could it could have been male could have been female they were going either way yeah and so i read the script like nine months ago a year ago and and this is also the first time that i haven't been the lead love interest in in like 12 13 14 years and um i actually i was i was in immediately i was like i like this character i want to do this i and so i think the first day or two you could feel everybody was like What's Jesse going to do? How is this character going to talk and walk and feel? And uh, what do you? (laughs) Yeah. And and so, I don't know. My goal was, and I challenge people in this. If you watch the movie, even if I'm not in focus, but I'm on screen. Yeah. Just keep watching because you'll see that I'm always trying to encourage or usher or poke or guide or um, have fun. Like, I, I think people will either laugh, smile or smirk every time my character comes on. Yeah. There's, there's something I, I tried to make like every moment, even if I'm not speaking, that's something for people to be like, Oh, that's auto. You know, that's, yeah. uh, and, and I've actually been getting an overwhelming amount of uh, messages from people saying like, wow, you, you know, auto needs to have a series just yeah. as a character. And, and I, I, I'm only saying that cause it's, it's actually been 
incredible. Like yeah, good. hundreds of people just writing going, Oh, this reminds me of this show I watched when I was a kid or this movie that I used to watch or, right. and, uh, and I like that. So I, I like that this character is resonating with people because even I, once I started to play, it was like, okay, this is what I'm doing. I would try to like break my own rules sometimes. And I just couldn't do it. I was like, I, it's like, I can't even speak. I can't even, I have to speak like auto. Like <laughs> there's, there's no other way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, when you talk about breaking your own rules, explain that a little bit more. I think as a performer, you you love to come up with things that maybe people haven't thought of, right? So there's another film you can watch on Great American Family. It's called Snowmats. And okay. it's a movie where I'm actually a snowman who comes oh, to life. Oh. So I went to the director and I said, I got all these rules for myself and no one's ever going to know them other than watching and maybe they'll figure it out. And so I came up with stuff like he's always hot. He's never cold. He mm. doesn't eat food because he's a snowman, but he doesn't want anybody to be offended. So he'll always carry the food. He'll get close to eating it, but he'll always talk and find his way out of it. Yeah. Um, he hears everything because if you stand outside, in the wintertime and you're very quiet, you can hear super far. So, uh, and they kept it in the edit. Like I would respond to people even when I wasn't actually there on screen and they kept wow. some of it. And, and so just things like that. So yeah. that's what I did with auto. I had just like a different cadence, a different staccato, you know, yeah. there was yeah. uh, a different way that I, I try to speak to people by listening. Like I'm hoping they're going to pick up on what I'm trying to guide them in, but I don't want to force it either. So, yeah. Uh, so for so for me, there'd be times when I'm like, oh, I think maybe I should, maybe I'll break the auto and I'll just say it like this, and I would try, and I just couldn't do it. It was like, good. That's awesome, Jesse. Well, you really yeah. nailed that. I thought the performance was great, and I just really appreciate the passion and the thought Thank that you. you give to it. Yeah, yeah, tremendous job, man. Uh, what else about just uh, this this movie, A Christmas Blessing? Anything else about the experience? You know, you talked about how you love getting to know the film, uh, the actors, the actresses, the crew, and everything. Anything that you really mm-hmm. just enjoyed about this or the story itself? I mean, oh, there's. I mean, I love all things film. So yeah, you do. I mean, even even you'll you'll see kind of a New York City vibe set. That's called Martini Town. That's a, a really great friend of mine. Actually, we got to film on her studio lot, and that's oh. actually up in Vancouver, BC, Canada. Okay. And she's an amazing person. But but to just film there and kind of have your own streets and your own, it was so cool. And then working with James and Lori. I mean, they're both just really great people, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we could have real talks in between. Like I was asking advice on a few things, all right? I was different things in life and just, you could have those conversations with them, like yeah. like just real people, you know? And, and I really kind of, I want to support them too, if I can somehow along their life, maybe, you know? Cool. Yeah. Uh, the crew, the crew was fantastic. Everybody worked so hard and uh, the director, David, he was awesome. He's so chill. Like we would crack jokes about him and he's just so easygoing. <laughs> Um, I, I got a thing too, where you watch the movie and, and, uh, I just keep an eye out for handshakes. Okay. That's a thing that, that's a thing I created with my character. I think he, he always wants to like welcome people. Yeah. And so that became a joke offset where people would come up and go, Oh, hi, hi. And they just want to shake my hand. And I'm like, <laughs> so it became this thing on set where everybody's like coming up and shaking hands and laughing and. Uh, oh man, I missed that. I missed that. The second time I watch it, I'm going to catch so much more. What else should I be looking uh-huh. for? I must have missed a bunch. I mean, what was funny for me was our uh, our DP had worked with Ben Affleck before, oh. and he 
he came up and he's like, dude, he's like, you just look like Ben Affleck. He's like, when you're done this movie, make sure that you go and you talk to your team and you work with Ben Affleck. And I was like, I would love that. Do you, do you want to just put in a good word? Mind <laughs> you, I, I grew my beard out for that, right? It was longer. Yeah. And so when I, whenever I grow my beard out, people always are like, <laughs> so that was funny. That was funny because he did it every day. He'd come up and he'd go, Hey Ben, uh, could we just get you to stand a little more? And I'm like, okay, come on, man. <laughs> so, oh man, that's great. So just, just little behind the scenes things that are very unique to a project and, and you'll never experience again. Right. Because yeah. it was that particular time with that particular crew telling that particular story. And that's, yeah. what's pretty beautiful about being a filmmaker is, you're all in and then you're all gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's kind of well put. I don't know if you just came up with that or not, but I really I like did. It. I never said that before. I'm going to got to write that down. Right. Right. All in, <laughs> all gone. Wow. That's good. All right. Uh, I've taken way more of the time I was supposed to. So I will ask you if you have a minute to tell us about your comedy that you're writing, producing, starring in. If you don't, that's okay. We'll come back another time. Is there anything you, yeah. you got a minute you can tell us about it? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good unless Ashley has something else lined up and we got to jump. But okay. okay. So, um, yeah, it's as I mentioned, we got 24 projects that uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Don McLeod and I, we've been we've been friends for, you know, I don't know, 15 years. And we started writing a long time ago. Yeah. And this was long before we even had dreams of like, OK, we don't know where these are going or how we're going to do them. Or, and we're still in that that progression. But yeah. It, it really, you know, and then, and then when COVID hit, we were like, man, we're going to need more content. So we just kept writing and going and going. And so now that we're out of it, now that this company's starting to build and, yeah, and, and uh, I don't know, this one made sense. It was a Christmas comedy and uh, I know so many people in that world. So I was like, all right, well, let's start, start pitching this one. You know what I mean? And so um, it's going to be fun. I wrote it with the intention of, I'm very inspired by kind of the nineties movies, the early two thousands, even, you know, you, you had all the Hugh Grant movies. Yeah. When Harry met Sally, how to lose a guy in 10 days. Oh yeah. Even, movie, even movies like Sahara, like just that, yeah. that fun living life with the characters rather than the circumstances being the, the pressure. Mm. It's mm. like, how, how do these characters, you just hang out with these people. And so, yeah. So yeah, I, I wrote a Christmas comedy, the titles, um, kind of being thrown around in a sure. couple of different different zones, but uh, I mean, I love quoting movies. So my character quotes a lot of movies. We're quoting Dumb nice. and Dumber, or Ace, Ace Ventura. We're 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 playing with names, you know. Uh, and I I think it's I think it's going to be a blast. But yeah, um, a little bit of the story is, I mean, in a nutshell, uh, my character is an actor, yeah, who's great. a part time driver. And a woman flies into town and she has one day to complete a series of pitches to some really cool different companies. Yeah. And and ultimately he manages to convince her that he'll act whatever she needs, whether it's an assistant or a bodyguard or or uh, to, cool. to, to just be helpful. But ultimately he's the driver. So he's he really just needs to get her around and, and he manages to convince her somehow. Uh, and. And then they just start to get to know each other. So it's like, can two people really meet and get to know each other and fall in love in one day? Is that possible? Yeah. And, and um, it, it's going to have some, it's going to have a lot of laughs. It'll have some heart and it'll, it'll have uh, 
I don't know if danger is the right word, but just a little bit, just enough that yeah. life happens around these people and these people get to decide what they're going to do in that moment. And uh, I think it's going to be a, a cool movie. Jesse, I love that premise. I love what you just shared with us. I mean, I, I love the idea of self-contained in a day and all the adventures that you've built into it. I mean, man, this is going to be really good. I'm, I'm excited, man. Where will you be filming this or do you know, or does that come later? I don't know how this works. I mean, I mean, anything could change, of course, until yeah. the final hour, uh, well, even in the final hour, sometimes things change in this industry, but yeah. uh, we're, aim- we're aiming for Nashville. Okay. Okay. Awesome, man. All yeah. right. And last question for all of it. I'll try. I mean, I got 12 more, but I'll just go with one. Just, hey, it's it's hard usually to write comedy, they say. I mean, it's easier to, to write drama. So I, I got gathered some of your inspiration, but uh, man, I, I don't even know how to ask that. But I mean, how do you pull off writing comedy? How do you know that when you write it down, like, that's funny, that works, or how's it work? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. Uh, I just wrote what I thought was fun and kind of, yeah. I don't know, I guess it lines up with my humor. And that's the thing that's with good. humor is like someone can watch it and be like, that's not funny. Or I, yeah. people watch it and go, it's hilarious. I enjoyed yeah. it. But I don't know. It's like I, I didn't write it to be crazy, like too goofy over the top, but it, it'll have some feelings of elf here and there. Love it. And, uh, but that's just because the characters love those movies. So yeah. like there, there'll be references and shout outs to, I think a lot of classic movies that we all have come to enjoy over the years. And so to be honest, I, I don't know, man, I'm just writing it. And I, I actually had one network. Uh, I won't say who, but they, their feedback was, uh, it might be, t- it's too funny for us at this time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I, I don't know what that means. That's I, good. Cause, Cause like, it's not over the top. Right. Nuts. Like, right. Like, like when you think of Ace Ventura or dumb and dumber, like I'm not, I'm not going that right. far, but I'm having fun. I want, yeah, look, I want funny. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I want funny. I think that's the best compliment. I'm sure in the moment you're like, what? Well, that's crazy. That is such a great compliment. I want, com- I want comedy. I want humor. I want the laughs. I think you're going to yeah. find the perfect blend of, uh, you know, that the women are going to love it and their husbands are going to love it too. Like it's, it's going to be like a, mm-hmm. the guys love that mm-hmm. kind of humor. Not that mm-hmm. the girls don't, but mm-hmm. uh, man, I can't wait. Yeah. I, I think it's, no, but, I mean, our, our goal is to really have a movie that feels like a movie. Like it, it feels mm-hmm. like a, a good genuine story. It's, it, you know, I want it lit. Well, uh, we're working on soundtracks. I, I want to shoot it. Well, I mean, some of my personal favorite sort of directors are, you know, um, Michael Mann, Guy Ritchie, Christopher Nolan, wow. JJ Abrams. So, yeah. So I, uh, there's some plans and shots that we're working, uh, like the movie Collateral, uh, you know, uh, Sicario, like, believe it or not, those movies have inspired me and it'll come out in comedy. Like there's just some ways that I want to shoot it that I'm like, oh man, let's just like pull people in with this, you know? And, and, uh, I don't know. I'm excited. It's like, it's hard to not just spill the beans on everything, but I also got to make it. So, yeah. Well, I love it. I mean, it really sounds like it's going to be amazing. And this seems like this is, you know, just something you're made for and with your love for all those things and being a person that God's made that is able to deal with a hundred thousand things at, you know, going on in one day. Um, what a gift. I mean, you know, you're going to have a lot going on, but it's just going to be, it sounds like the most fun thing 
in your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, just sounds mm-hmm. amazing. So, um, Jesse, yeah. we are we are fired up, man. We're excited. Oh, I that- hope I get to interview you next year about this. Go ahead. What do you got? Yeah, no, you mentioned B and B Mary, which is also on Great American yeah. Family. Yeah. Uh, so Jen Lilly and I are hosting for our second year now the <sighs> Chicago Thanksgiving Day Parade uh, next week, of course. And so uh, it's just growing even more. So yeah. uh, we've already been having multiple meetings and uh, we're going into Chicago next week. And okay. so that'll be something people can kind of tune into if they, you know, uh, during a time of Thanksgiving to just, uh, right. it's, it's pretty cool. It's a different angle to be able to kind of like be in people's homes, I guess. And some, yeah. you know, it, it's a, just different. I mean, it's three hours live and it's a whirlwind of just craziness, but that's uh, awesome. But I don't know. It, it, it's fun because, I mean, Jen and I kind of knew of each other. And then we did a Great American Family movie together. And, right. and then we did that. And now, now we're doing it again. And it's like, it's amazing how if you hang in there, whatever you're doing, yeah. right, whatever your goals are. I mean, you don't see fruit overnight. You you got to right. grow the tree. Mm. The roots need to go deep. Mm. If your roots aren't deep, that tree's a pushover. You know, Ooh. but if you hang, if you hang in there and you let the roots go deep and in, in your knowledge and your experience and your faith, then you're building something that isn't just for you. It will be there when you're gone and hopefully other people can enjoy it too. So maybe that's a little encouragement to people today. I don't know. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it is, you know, it is, man. That was yeah. awesome. I love the way you said that. And, uh, um, I feel like, you know, the way you talk, the just the things you say it just makes me exciting for what you're writing just because, you know, you got away with words. Uh, cool. Just blend the gifts that God has given you to be able to act and be behind the camera and to, to write, to do it all. So, man, fired up you. for you, Jesse. Yeah. And uh, just want to remind people, thank you so much for going overtime with me, too. I appreciate that a ton. <laughs> OT. OT, baby. OT. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, but this is Jesse Hutch, and want to encourage people to go to Great American Pure Flicks and watch A Christmas Blessing. I really enjoyed it. We will be reviewing it on our upcoming uh, Christmas special movie dugout edition. And, uh, Jesse, you just did a great job, and I am excited to see what God is doing in your career. And um, I will be watching closely for that movie coming up, too. So um, just thank you so much. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much. And uh, when you do that uh, review, I'd love to, uh, we should connect again after that. I'd love to be a part of that or something. Oh man, I'm I'm down for that. Oh my God. We'll do a full, a full cut up Jesse Hutch review. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's do that. Hey, I'm down. If you let Ashley know, um, I would, I would love to do that. So we're going to be recording that early the first week of December. So that would be amazing. That would be awesome. So she says, "Got it." All right, That'd be fun. Yeah. All right. Anything it's, else? You it's got? like the yeah. Truman Show. Hey, we're just like trying to live life, and all of a sudden it's like, <laughs> like oh, yeah, oh, okay, we better director's and, uh, cue the sun. Yeah, cue the sun. <laughs> that was one of the best lines, man. Ed Harris. Oh, just man. that comes into the microphone. He's like, right. Cue the sun. Right. Like, yeah. Come on. Love that movie. Love that yeah. movie, man. Thank you, guys. All right, thank Ashley, you. thank you so much. Have a great <laughs> Thanks, Thanksgiving. Everybody. Jesse, you're awesome, yes. man. That was awesome. Thank, thank you. you. All Bye. right. Bye, thank Steve. you for your time. <laughs> Bye. No, appreciate uh-huh. it. <laughs> Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast. I really enjoyed getting to know Jesse Hutch. Enjoyed his personality. Enjoyed what God has put on his heart, what he's doing, and even the possibility. Let's 
cross our fingers that he joins us for the movie dugout Christmas special, where we will review some family-friendly Christmas movies. We'll have a few games. We'll have some fun. I want you to join us for that. And it will be really cool if actor-screenwriter Jesse Hutch also joins us. Hey, right now, I want to remind you that you are loved by God. I don't know what you're feeling. I don't know what the world is telling you. I don't know what somebody else is telling you. What I do know is what Jesus Christ is telling you. You are loved. He redeemed you. He forgave you. He brought reconciliation into your life. He gave you the Holy Spirit with gifts and with fruit to grow into. He gave you a purpose beyond your imagination, and we just get to step into it. So I love the way the Apostle Paul put it. I want to encourage you to be very bold, even if it's a simple act of encouragement, a simple act of love, a simple act of giving. You still step into that with boldness. That's why we are very bold. We're looking and remembering the love and power of Jesus Christ, which allows us to step out into faith and do what he calls us to do. So be encouraged today, my brothers and sisters in Christ. The Apostle Paul put it this way in 2 Corinthians 3.12. He said this, therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.